We're six college students where we'll be discussing different music cultures, music lifestyles, artists, genres, services, and much more relating to vocal and instrumental sounds. We'll be featuring a variety of artists, producers, and influencers who have a background in the music. All right, so welcome back to Talking Tunes. We're here with my man, David Robinson, a.k.a. David the DJ. How you doing, my man? Hey, man, blessing Holly's favorite, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. Yes, sir. Word, that's good to hear. Um, so basically on this podcast, we just talk about, you know, music and different, like, aspects of music and culture and all that. So I was just wondering what you had, you know, to say about, your taste in music or maybe how you got into music and DJing and all that? Man, that's a great question, man. Thanks for asking. I got into DJing when I was 12 years old, man. I've been doing so many different events and gigs, man. And it's so amazing being able to DJ because you literally get paid to have fun. You know, you, you really can't, you know, anyone can be a DJ, but not everyone can be a great DJ. You know what I mean? So uh, it's really cool. The fact that you get paid to have fun. It's not too much pressure to it. Uh, and you're there to bring people a smile with people's face, you know? So I personally was, uh, have been able to accumulate a little over like $30,000 by the time I was 19 years old as a DJ. Um, and, and this July will be 10 years to DJ since I was 12 years old. So every time I do a job, do a task for someone, just picked up another gig yesterday from a lady for another event in May. Um, but, you know, every time I, I do DJ and everything, I literally just like do it out of pure love and like, in order to bring, you know, a smile to people's faces, because it's just like so amazing the power we're able to hold with that. And uh, you're changing humanity one at a time when you're able to bring joy to others, you know? Word. That's dope. I like that. So, I mean, you so say you find a, a passion within the music. Do you like the music itself or do you like just DJing, like mixing it up? What do you? Mm -hmm. That's honestly a great question. And thinking about it, I know some people who love music. Um, and a lot of music sources I have, like knowing that I, I'm not too into, into music. Uh, Anthony's actually one of my music people I go to to get more music and stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not too into music per se, but I really am into the process of DJing, I would say. You know, like I love that fact of uh, getting to an event early, setting up, setting up all the wires, having everything look super simple, super professional. Um, so I'm really into more of the business and art of DJing. And like, you know, mixing and doing certain like tricks and scratches as opposed to for the love of music completely, if that makes sense. Hey, uh, David, I have, I have a question for you, man. Yeah. So you said you're, you don't really make make your own music. You mostly like are mixing other other artists when you when you play. Right. Yes, sir. So what are like some of your favorite artists that you enjoy mixing with and like messing around with and whatnot? Yeah, that's a that's a great question, you know, and uh, I can't pinpoint the artist right now off the top of my head but i just saw on instagram how there's something trending on uh the song feel the rain on your skin can't remember the artist right now off the top of my head but uh it's not like I a, feel, wasn't that like lady gaga like ariana grande uh, oh unwritten. <laughs> unwritten. <laughs> unwritten. yeah unwritten. that's what it is that's what it is bro that song right there is an example of things i like to mix you know whether it's like the baby, Drake, something along those lines. And you can get like the more creative you are, right? Like whether it's playing an acapella of a song, mixing it with another instrumental to a complete another song. 
Like, that's what I personally like to do. And like, really love seeing that shock on people's faces. Like, bro, we're just gotta get this song from like, nah, this is live. You ain't hearing this nowhere else. You know what I'm saying? But uh, man, that, that's kind of a tough question. Cause I, I like to be funny, especially with like, for example, feel the rain on your skin can mix well with like, I don't know, the motto by Drake. Literally, like those two songs from the head right now, like that could be a mix itself, you know. So I like to be funny and be creative and just kind of just bring a smile to people's face. Absolutely. That's dope. I love that. Yes, sir. Uh, I had a question for you. Uh, I was wondering how, when you do uh, different events, how do you read the crowd? Like when you DJ? Man, that's a super powerful question, man. That's that's literally all DJing is about, reading the crowd, you know? Yeah. Literally reading the crowds. How do I read the crowd? It's so effortless. It's almost like driving stick shift for me now. I do drive a stick shift, and it's like, it's like six steps I go through when it comes to starting and stopping. So I'm so used to going through those steps. It's almost like I got to step back and think about it. Hold on. <laughs> um, but uh, how I read the crowd, you know, I'm a firm believer. I'm super into personal development. And, you know, it's funny because I believe it's the small individual actions, right, that have an even larger effect on the collective. So how that applies here with DJing and answering your question is when I'm DJing, man, whether it's literally like 5,000 people, whether it's a Columbian Day Festival, whether it's house party, whether it's like a school event, one of the three DJ battles I've been in since I've been at Frostburg and everything, like, no matter what it is, my goal is to make one person move, man, no matter where I'm at. If I can get one person moving and bopping, man, even if it's your eyebrow going up and down, that's all I need for satisfaction, you know? And energy can't be created or destroyed, only transfer it. So I'm bringing everywhere I go and I transfer it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My boy. So, with going with how many weddings have you done since well since covid you've obviously haven't had a lot of weddings going on so how does it feel to get back into djing those parties and stuff like that and that's amazing you say that um you know thinking about how man i'm going on 10 years djing man since i was 12 like that's just like that's so wild and i still remember a lot of the first few events i've done like big events you know literally being 12 years old but um as far as the influx of doing events you know it's funny I was at home last summer wasn't advertising whatsoever wasn't even trying to DJ like I'm like and I'm chilling I've been made I'm making money I'm working another job I don't even need a DJ right now man four gigs for the month of August fell right into my lap last week of August so I had four gigs every single weekend without doing any advertising any word of mouth literally just like texts from people saying heard you were a DJ I'm looking to have this event and made it happen and these people were so serious, like, you know, being quarantined and can't wait in the party. Every person that reached out to me paid right on the spot when they reached out to me, which was like, dang, bro, that's, that's lit. That's lit. But, um, you know, I got offered to do a wedding when I was 13. And I was like, man, no matter how good you think I am, I feel like I'm not ready. So I turned it down. Doing my first wedding, May 28, 2021. So I haven't done any weddings yet, but it's about to be a movie, man. It's about to be a movie, man. It's about to be a movie. I wish you luck with that. That's gonna be that's gonna be huge. Gonna sir, be- I'm having Anthony come along with me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Anthony, you could uh, you could MC, bro. You could hop around, get the crowd riled up. <laughs> you know the vibes. Look, check out my my setup right here. Uh oh, put the camera there. Uh oh, it's looking like <laughs> that's where it all started. Right, you're all you also DJ like a, events and stuff too, right? Yeah, so I worked for a DJ actually, like oh, nice. a company. So like that's been. I finally working weddings again. It's great. And the money's like, you can't beat it. Yeah. That's what I was going to get to. Just saying like the weddings, it's, a, it's good money. It's good money. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And honestly, like thinking about it two weeks ago, a lady reached out to me for an event in October. Um, this is on a Saturday. She reached out to me and I'm in my head like, man, she's telling me how she's known me for a while. Her daughter has been looking for me. She's just her daughter has been like so anxious to turn 16 and she's been like wanting me as a DJ. Cause this is like one of my sister's friends, younger sisters has been like asking about me for years. So like in a scenario like that, you know, when someone's looking for you and like they've been pondering on you specifically, whatever you charge, they're going to say yes to, you know what I mean? So got to play your cards, right. You know, when you're hot. When you, you got the hot hand in the, in the game, you're going to keep shooting, you know? So why not? Exactly. Yes, sir. Yo, what's good, David? What's going on? Yo, I had a question. Um, so my question was, what, what do you find the most like? What do you like most about the whole culture of DJ? Because I know it's like a whole culture, just like how it is with like a sports culture or anything. So like, what do you like most about the culture, and then what don't you like about the culture? Man, that's a powerful question. So many different answers coming to my mind. That's that's amazing. Thanks for asking. Um, you know, have any have any of you guys ever been a lifeguard before? I have not. No. no. I have. I have. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how friendly this kind of interview is. You know, we all know what what uh, holiday just passed recently. I feel like that holiday is associated to lifeguards. But anyways, as a lifeguard, you know, you're sitting there on that chair, and it's like it's so many people that are like looking up to you as if you're like, no matter what you are outside of your lifeguard shift, people are looking, people are looking up to you in the moment. Like, man, I don't know who this guy is. I'm going to listen to whatever he does. You know, like I just, like you, you, <laughs> you can kind of just like, <laughs> you can kind of just like see like that people see you like as like a either celebrity or like they just respect you a lot. Like when you're in that realm, when you're in that space, right? So like whatever you do or say, people are like, Oh man, that was great. You know? So like that same thing goes with DJing, which is pretty cool. Like whenever I'm at an event and like, I might talk to someone specifically or like, I see you over there dancing, like, you know what I'm saying? Or like anything along those lines, people are like floored. Like he's talking to me, like no matter how big or small the event is, like I've noticed that, which is, which is pretty cool. Or like people are just like, man, like you're out here de like dancing with us now, right now, like you, like, you're that same guy that was mixing or whatever, you know, and, like, that also goes a long way with, you know, sexual relations. But anyways, it's really cool because, uh, you know, it, it's – oh, honestly, to, to hit on the bad part, so some things I may not like. So I personally – I'm, I'm super intrinsically motivated, right? And, and I'm also uh, not really too much of a party guy. Like, I'm a DJ, and I've DJed for so long. It's kind of helped me develop into – wanting to be a homebody, if that makes sense. Like I've, I've DJed so much, man. I've done so many different events. I've made so much money DJing. 
I'm not pressed about DJing certain events. And I also charge what I charge because it's like, you're not just getting music from a person, you're getting 10 years of expertise. You're getting the best DJ you know in New Jersey. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm giving them all, you know, I'm giving them to them a whole package. But um, some things I don't like, I would personally say is like, for example, my cousin, DJ Five Venoms is currently Young Thug's DJ. He is a full-time DJ, right? And he's told me how in that realm, DJing and partying and all that stuff, right? There's a lot of different things that are inevitable, drugs, all that good stuff that you fall into. Not that you do them, but like you're surrounded by them, you know, and you can tell from your group of friends, you, you know, show me your friends. I can show you your future. It's essentially that same thing, right? You can either go to this trip club every day and say you're a man of God and do your best to resist the cheeks, or you can go to church, not go to the strip club at all. You know what I mean? Like it, it's one of those, like to, to really kind of answer the question, one aspect of DJing I don't necessarily like is the partying and all that extra stuff that's associated with it. I personally started off as a gospel DJ in my church from a ministry my church hosted that my dad created called the DJ ministry. That's where I learned how to DJ and everything like that. So I claim to be a gospel DJ, but 10 years in, I'm super diverse. Got the country, got the reggae, got the machata, got the berengue, you know what I'm saying? Got everything, got everything, you know? <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, one more question from me. So going back 10 years, when you first started DJing, what would you tell yourself? The one thing to, to do now, what would you tell yourself? Yeah, man, definitely don't be afraid. There's a lot of gigs that I've done that are like so many free gigs because I'm like, man, for one, I don't know how to charge this person. This is like an event I've never done before. If you think about it, every event, that you go to or have done and day you wake up is like a new thing. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's always going to be like fill in the blank. I've never done this before. So I was so afraid, like, Oh, I've never done this before. I don't know how much to charge. You know, I don't even know who can help me do this. I don't, am I going to be on my own? There's a lot of things I considered before accepting a gig or even after I accepted a gig. So I undershorted myself and, you know, um, you know, I definitely would say I undershorted myself. So like, for example, my very, very first gig was in like a separate house garage, like off to the side from someone's house. I got paid $25 for that. You know, most recently just charged $1,000 for a four hour gig for a Sweet 16. You know what I mean? So like that right there definitely took 10 years for me to really feel good enough to even say and charge that. But I knew that like by year five, I, I could have been charging that. You know what I mean? So I would tell myself in the beginning, or even someone else who is um, just DJing, like, you know, you know, you, you, you learn best from doing, you know what I mean? And uh, you, you want to fail and fail fast because there's been so many gigs where I've pushed the wrong button and loaded the wrong song on the wrong side of the, the play deck. So the song playing out loud just cuts off. You know, there's been so many times where I like turn the volume off back. And so many times where I've blown, like not blown my speakers, but like my speakers have cut off because of like the feature that doesn't allow them to just blow. You know what I mean? So it's, it's so many different like funny things that happen in the moment. But like in the moment, you're like, man, I'm good. You know what I mean? So it's just like so unique DJ. And I have so many different aspects and like that that answers the question. That's awesome. Oh, I was wondering uh, how, how is it like competitive? in the DJ uh, workspace, like, is it saturated? You know what I mean? 
Yeah, that's a great question, man. You know, uh, they say keep your friends close, your enemies closer. And, you know, uh, most successful people, like no nothing new, nothing under the sun is new, right? We got Quizlet. We got all these different features to help us with school. All this information we're learning is, is nothing new. You know what I mean? So when it comes to being competitive and how other people have succeeded at a high level, people don't blow up for what they do. People blow up for the passion at what they do whatever they do, you know what I mean? So that right there is super powerful and applicable to any area of life, um, which is like, now that I'm thinking about it and connecting those dots, but as far as how competitive it is in the DJ space, I would say I found myself being more successful the more I incorporated and collaborated with other DJs on my campus, all this other stuff. Knowing damn well all the DJ battles I've won at my campus since freshman year, and all the different, you know, DJs I've met while being at school, I got the most, we all benefited, whether it was like, let's meet up and have a DJ mix session. We, everyone benefits so much more when you collaborate, exchange ideas. Oh, this is what you do. This is how you charge. This is how you prepare for your gigs. This is how you practice when you're not at a gig. Learning all those tiny different things and then learning those things to emulate them and then creating your own rendition is how you be successful, you know, by collaborating, using what works for other people, making your own version of it. Super, so much easier to note what your enemy's doing if you're working with them, you know what I mean? Like, so that right there is what I would say on how competitive it's been and how I've been able to thrive in a competitive workspace because of collaborating. And, oh, you know, you want to DJ here? I've always wanted to DJ there, or I DJ here all the time. <clears throat> Next time I book this gig, I'm going to bring you with me. So now every time you have a gig somewhere, we can collaborate and we can work together. So it's, it's cool how competitive it is, but at the same time, every DJ knows, you know, you have to pack up, you have to set up your stuff, you have to get your equipment. Every DJ knows the whole, like, there's like a business part of it, music part of it. There's like a crowd reading part to it, you know, so everybody understands that. And it's almost like, let's help each other because, why not? You know, I, I don't even know like how to also explain it. It's just like, let's just work together, you know? <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Um, let's see. You see, you say you've done, um, uh, you say you've done weddings. You say you've also um, been part of the DJ ministry at your church, which I personally think is really cool because um, a lot of churches don't have that. Yeah, but um, I was wondering, like, what's your favorite event that you've DJed? Man, that's a great question. Man, that's a great question. Um, man, that's a great question. Every and I'll say this: every time I do a gig, it's my best one. Like, it's so weird, man. I've developed into one of the hardest things DJs can ever do. And that is not using any headphones while you DJ. Um, when I DJ and I've, it's been, this is what I love about DJing and why I love using this gift of DJing. Because when I DJ a five hour event, for example, right, Joey, I don't make a playlist. I don't like have music prepared that I want to play at a certain time. I literally go to the gig. I'll have some music playing or whatever the entire five hour event three or four songs just pop into my head as the event's going on as the song is playing out loud 
And that's how I mix the entire event. You know what I mean? So every time I do an event, it, it makes me be creative. It makes you like in the moment, like literally this song is about to end. These people are jamming. This is the pinnacle of the party. What are you going to play next? Right. So that right there is like, as a song is playing, so many songs pop in my head. You guys can give me some songs and we can like, we can, you know, it's so dope how it works. Like it's, it's, it's so dope, but this same thing has been happening since I was 12. But um, favorite event, I would have to say it was one time or, or one event that comes to mind. Um, summer 2019, it was my first ever 70 year old birthday party. I'm like, I've never done anything like this before. I even got this kind of music for this kind of crowd. I was able to prepare enough in time for the gigs uh, or for that gig specifically. But how I like to prepare for my gigs, person reaches out to me, I like to find out the details. Do you need a microphone? Do you need lights? Is it going to be indoor, outdoor? How many people is going to be there? How many speakers need me to bring? Uh, and then I always like to say, let's get like a playlist of 10 or more songs of what you like to listen to. Now, when I go to the event, I make sure to either hit those 10 songs on the playlist or that gives me a range of what artists to listen to kind of thing. And you want to give a small list because people like to go crazy with the DJ sometimes, like giving you a list of 800 songs. The party's only two hours. You know, you just gave me six hours worth of music. <laughs> sometimes that happens, you know, but uh, I would say that was, that's been one of my favorite events because for one, it was in my hometown, Franklin, New Jersey. Um, it was for a long, long, long time family friend that been, has been in my family for a while. Um, it was one of my first times not using any headphones. Uh, and I was very, very, very glad at like the different responses I got. It was, you know, how I say like, well, I don't know if you were here earlier, but every gig I do, I look for one person to be happy, one person to move, one person to be dancing, you know? So mm -hmm. that gig, I had a lot of those, had a lot of those fans there that were helping me, giving me a lot of good feedback in the moment. Like, this is fire, yo, this mix is fire. You know what I'm saying? So that right there was one of my favorite events that I think about a 70 year old birthday party. Like, man, I was wild. And it was like the day after uh, a pool party. It's this open big New Jersey pool party I did in another town. But yeah, man, amazing, amazing. That sounds so hard, but <laughs> you know, I, I bet you make it look really easy. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it it's so weird, man. Cause like people will come up to you talking to you, the song's about to run over. And I'm like, man, I freestyle when I DJ. So I'll be like, one second, one second. Get back to talking to him, and it'll be like, bro, what'd you just like? It's 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 amazing now. It's amazing now. It's amazing. Oh yeah. All right. Um, does anyone else have any other questions for David? I feel like everyone asked some really good questions here today. Yeah, that was good. Perfect. Um, well, David, thank you again for joining the podcast and cooperating with us. We appreciate it. Of course. Of course, man. Hey, man, it's a great day to be alive. Got to go make it a great day. It doesn't just happen. You got to go make it a great day. And one last thing I will say, man, every time I start any single event, I DJ, I love sharing with people how I'm only here and I love using my gifts right here, right now in this moment to upbuild God's kingdom. You know, so every, anything you do, man, the greatest commandment of them all is love one another. So anything you do when you have that intention of love with it, humanity is now getting improved, which is something that people don't always recognize. You know, there's 7 billion people on this planet, but any one good conversation you have, any one compliment, any one door you hold for someone, 
that right there is life-changing for humanity, for all of humanity, which is like so much more powerful than we really think. So appreciate you guys, man. Y'all making the time, y'all having this platform and being able to let me share, man. Appreciate it. Of course, bro. Thank you. Thank you, David. Of course. Thank you. You appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, have a great one, guys. I'll definitely uh, chat with you soon. Uh, you too. Later, man. Be well. Will do.